Debbie Weatherspoon, pastor at Epworth United Methodist Church, and we welcome you here to worship. This Sunday began our new series, Coming Home, and we are basing it on the table, on the welcome Jesus offers all of us to the table. Our scripture reading came from Romans 12, 9 through 21, and Matthew 16, 24 through 25, from the Message Translation. The message was about Labor Day and remembering the hospitality that Jesus offers all of us and how important the laborers are in the field of hospitality. We ask that God bless you as you listen to this message and receive God's word for you. Romans 12, 9 through 21, and Matthew 16, 24 through 25. Jesus' lesson at the Last Supper was clear. The meal of the kingdom of God is for all, saints, strangers, those who persecute and betray you, those who are joyful, and those who weep. The author of the epistle letter to the Romans reminds us of and invites us to do as Jesus did. Do not be overcome with evil, but overcome evil with good. In the words of Jesus, take up your cross and follow me. This requires that we follow God's way in offering a good meal at God's table for all of God's guests. Hear the scripture advice from the 12th chapter of the letter to the Romans, followed by remembering what Jesus said in the Gospel of Matthew. Imagine those early Christian Romans gathered at a table, reading this advice to one another and remembering the words of Jesus. Love from the center of who you are. Don't fake it. Run for dear life from evil. Hold on for dear life to good. Be good friends who love deeply. Practice playing second fiddle. <laughs> Don't burn out. Keep yourselves fueled in a flame. 
Be alert, servants of the master, cheerfully expectant. Don't quit in hard times, pray all the harder. Help needy Christians, be inventive in hospitality. Bless your enemies, no cursing under your breath. <laughs> Laugh with your happy friends when they're happy. Share tears when they're down. Get along with each other, don't be stuck up. Make friends with nobodies, don't be the great somebody. Don't hit back. Discover beauty in everyone. If you've got it in you, get along with everybody. Don't insist on getting even. That's not for you to do. I'll do the judging, says God. I'll take care of it. Our scriptures tell us that if you see your enemy hungry, go buy that person lunch. Or if thirsty, get a drink. Your generosity will surprise with goodness. Don't let evil get the best of you. Get the best of evil by being good. Do you remember what Jesus said to his disciples when they wanted him to be quiet in order to save himself? Anyone who intends to come with me has to let me leave. You're not in the driver's seat. I am. Don't run from suffering. Embrace it. Follow me and I'll show you. Helping only yourself is really no help at all. Self-sacrifice is the way. The self-sacrifice is the way, my way, to finding yourself, your true self. What kind of deal is it to get everything you want but to lose yourself? What could you ever trade your soul for? Amen. <laughs>
May the words of my mouth Amen. In 1908, the Methodists saw there were workers in need, so they adopted themselves a social creed. That line is one of my favorites from a claymation video I'm sure you all have seen. It's called A Clay Ride, A Gallop Through United Methodist History. <laughs> oh, it's wonderful. It was produced in 1984 for the church's bicentennial, and I have used it many times in new members' classes and confirmation. And um, if you, I hope to share it again here with this community. There's a voiceover at that part um, after, and I'll just repeat it just so you can get it for your, for your uh, Methodist test that you'll have someday to get into heaven. In, 19, in 1908, the Methodists saw there were workers in need, so they adopted themselves a social creed. And then there's this voiceover that says, an end to child labor, the right of workers to organize. Because the United Methodist Church is clear in its convictions that work is a means of stewardship and God-given creativity, that all human beings deserve dignity and justice in the workplace. Amen. Amen. Yes. San Francisco City Attorney David Chu announced on Thursday, you may have heard, that he has filed a lawsuit against an on-demand hospitality staffing company for illegally misclassifying its workers and denying them guaranteed protections, wages, and benefits. This company is accused of treating hotel and restaurant workers, which includes bussers, dishwashers, servers, as independent contractors, which is illegal. As Labor Day approaches, we honor the contributions of workers throughout the history of the labor movement while standing up to protect hard-earned rights from being inviscerated by new business models. Hospitality work is grueling, and our hotel and restaurant workers deserve to be treated fairly, said City Attorney Chu. And then President of Unite Here Local 2 shared, Hospitality workers perform incredibly difficult work and provide services that millions of Californians rely on. And then the co-president of Unite Here Local 11 shared, we have seen these app-based companies play an increasingly nefarious role in the hospitality sector, transforming what should be decent, family-sustaining jobs into gigs without benefits, job security, or a ladder into the middle class. Well, you all know that tomorrow we celebrate Labor Day, yes. And it is the holiday that honors the source of this nation's strength, the workers, the American workers, the unions, and the labor leaders. No matter how you decide to celebrate Labor Day, take some time to reflect and pay tribute to all the laborers, past and present. Now, you may recall there was a book a while ago called about five practices of discipleship. And one of the practices is radical hospitality. Radical meaning outside the normal, exceeds expectations, goes the second mile. For congregations that seek to practice radical hospitality means that together as a community of faith with a secret handshake, 
No, I'm just kidding. As a community of faith, we seek to demonstrate an active desire to invite, welcome, receive, and care for those who are strangers and to help newcomers to find a spiritual home and discover the richness of life in Christ. And then individually, as persons of faith, if we want to practice radical hospitality, we seek to say yes to God, to invite God into our hearts, to make space for God in our lives, to expect, accept, excuse me, accept God's love and acceptance of us, to accept God's love and acceptance of us, to know that God has accepted us and offer this love to others. In the letter to the Romans in the Bible, we are reminded to pursue hospitality to strangers. Reverend Ben Hensley writes, it is easy to set up a glorious meal that is fun and enjoyable, just meant for friends and people we are comfortable with. But what of strangers? Neuro neurologically, we are predisposed to automatically fear that which feels different. This had a purpose as we were developing and trying to learn to survive. When Jesus began to preach a gospel that undermined the differences of status and hierarchy in his time, it threatened his life. By the time humanity hits the first century, the time of Jesus' ministry, there was evidence that humanity's ability to survive was beginning to be different. We needed to learn to get along with those not like us for our survival. Jesus' ministry relied on the hospitality of strangers and friends. So when we celebrate the sacrament of Holy Communion, our liturgy is called the Eucharistic Prayer. And there's this back and forth between the leader and the congregation, and this exemplifies hospitality. Hospitality of the table, that we are all in it together. Now for some, coming home is about gathering at the table with those we love and who love us. The prayer at our Lord's table is about lifting up our hearts and coming into the presence of Jesus with our whole hearts. We emphasize gratitude and praise. It is a beautiful gift, an outward sign of an inward and invisible grace. Jesus is welcoming us to the table, and then we are to go and do likewise. So I invite you to pray this prayer with me. I'll indicate uh, places where I'd like you to respond um, by repeating after me. Let's join now in this blessing for workers and all seeking work. Blessed are you, ever creating God. In your image, our lives are made. In your glory, we offer all the work of our hearts and hands and minds. Blessed are you, O God, now and forever. Blessed are you, O God, now and forever. Blessed are you whose work is repaid. For by your work and by the payment you receive, your lives and the lives of others around you and around the world are blessed. We thank God for you day by day. 
We thank God for you day by day. Blessed are you whose work is unpaid, who offer what you can to enrich the lives of others through time, talents, skill, strength, and love. We praise God for your generous labor. We praise God for your generous labor. And blessed are you who seek work but have not found it, or whose work now is not yet what it may be, yet still you seek that your gifts may be shared more fully. We praise God for your diligent seeking. We praise God for your diligent seeking and pray you may soon find, and pray you soon may find. Yours is the glory in their labors. Yours be the glory in all our lives. Yours be the glory in all our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.